Hey hot stuff, before we get into the episode, we just wanted to remind you that we are now uploading weekly bonus episodes over on our Patreon. The link to our Patreon will be in our show notes and it's a really great way to support the podcast and help us make more episodes for you. Mm -hmm. It can make women feel a bit ashamed if they're in a relationship where they think like, oh, like I don't know if this is me settling or like is it just something that I'm I'm gonna compromise on. Yeah. episode of to be honest the podcast my name is Kara, and sitting across from me is my lovely beautiful spectacular co-host amanda duck dog hello hello <laughs> do you feel like every week like i always like you had this look on your face every week that's just like what is she gonna say what nickname but i always do amanda duck dog i know but that's what shocks me to the core is the, the amount that duck dog gets used okay i can use it less if you'd like i don't i don't really mind okay the duck yeah. dog is just timeless. I just feel like it's a timeless <laughs> nickname. Like, why would I go past it? Okay, that's fair enough. Anyway, how are you doing today? I am doing well, having a productive week, feeling mm-hmm. pretty good, all of that good stuff. How are you? I'm okay. I've been having a slower week. Definitely not as productive as your week mm-hmm. because I've been sick and I've been just not not feeling the best. So mm-hmm. I've been kind of trying to take it slow, but I'm feeling a bit better today, which is nice. I'm excited to record this episode because mm-hmm. we are really excited about this topic. Um, but first of all, we obviously have to do what we have to be honest about. Yeah. I think you might need to kick it off today. Yeah. And I'm going first because sometimes it just needs to, you just need to throw it to the other person and yeah. I understand. <laughs> so if you guys listened to the last, maybe like, I think it was maybe three episodes ago, mm. I spoke about how I maybe wasn't feeling the new Harry Styles album that much. Mm. And I actually specifically said an offensive thing about like how I didn't like the scooby dooby dooby doo wop part mm-hmm. in sushi, music for sushi restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then I also remember saying in that episode that I would come back and tell my proper thoughts and say properly listen to the album and once I really gave it a chance Mm. and I'm happy to report that I've listened to the album and it's definitely growing on me it's still not my favorite album Mm -hmm. but it's definitely growing on me and I really like I think I said this in the last episode anyway but I really like Little Freak but I also really like Daydreaming Mm. and I like um oh my god what's the other one I still don't I I don't know see I don't know it that well how does it go don't do that to me. <laughs> we did that last time as well and I got it really wrong. Mm-hmm. Anyway, my point is that I'm really I'm, – I am enjoying it. And, in fact, I've really enjoyed music for a sushi, sushi restaurant more. But Good. I still don't like this scatting. Okay. So that might stay and I might stick with that opinion. But we're allowed to do that. Mm. Anyway – that's what I have to be honest about. Lovely. So I hope that within that time, you figured out what you want to be honest about. Uh-huh. <laughs> so what do you have to be honest about today? So I have to be honest about the fact that I've decided I'm going to start going to yoga classes. Ooh, okay. And What made you decide this? Well, lately I've been feeling really like stagnant in my workout routine. Like I obviously have my netball, but there's nothing else that I'm really doing and like really, really enjoying mm-hmm. at the moment. And so I've been trying to figure out like what I want to do and what my body is really craving. And I feel like at the moment it's craving more slow movement. Mm, That makes sense for winter as well. Yeah. And I was recently thinking like, you know what? I think I want to just start going to like yin yoga classes or like relaxation yoga classes to sort of give the love back to my body. Because like netball is a pretty high intensity Mm. 
um, sport in terms of like how it can really hurt your body. And as I get older, I'm like, okay, I really want to be taking care of myself. So that is something new and fun and fresh and different that I have decided I'm going to try doing. Great. Yeah. Great idea. I love that for you. Thank you. You do love a stretch. I do love a stretch, but I find it really hard. Like, uh, for those of you, I mean, I suppose most people wouldn't know, but our apartment is concrete floors. Mm, it's not, it's not very forgiving when you want to no. do a little bit of light exercise. No. And that's the thing. I, I like, really like home workouts probably more than I like going to a gym or something like that, but I find it so hard to get motivated on these concrete floors. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll report back on my, my yoga journey. Wonderful. Yeah. You little yogi. <laughs> so today's uh, topic is a really exciting one. Like, I feel really excited to talk mm. about this topic because it feels a little bit niche, but it also feels very, I guess, relevant. Yeah. And like something that I've heard, like some people talk about and I've talked about with friends and stuff like that, but I haven't. You know, we haven't talked haven't about talked it. Haven't talked in depth about it. Um, yeah. So today we're going to talk about the concept of settling yeah. in a romantic relationship. Uh, and Cara and I were talking about this recently, which is what got us onto deciding mm. to make a podcast episode about it. And when we posted on our Instagram, we actually got a lot of feedback about it as well. So, so many. It seems like a topic that a lot of people are interested in. And I feel like the place that we should probably start is like... What is settling? Like, how yeah. would you describe settling? It's really interesting because when we were, when we did start like talking about this a couple of weeks ago, obviously in our own personal conversation, mm. um, and then we kind of started um, playing with the idea of doing an episode on it. It kind of, I feel like just as a side note, I feel like it's one of those topics where you think I can't make a whole episode on this. Mm. And then you think about it and you're like, holy shit, there is so much to unpack yeah. on the topic of settling. I feel like it's this thing that I've kind of had ingrained in me since I was a kid, mm. which is really kind of interesting when you think about the fact that it's like quite a, like a mature, I guess in a way, like a mature concept. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, settling is the idea of settling down, but settling in the terms of like maybe accepting what, accepting less than what you're worth mm. or less than what you should accept. Yeah. So like this idea that you, in your romantic in your romantic relationship, which I guess it could be applied to friendships as well, mm-hmm. but I we predominantly talk about it in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. and today we're talking about it in that context. Yeah, like, you know, accepting something and just choosing to be in a relationship that, yeah, like, I, that, I, I, how do you even, how do you explain it? Like, yeah, I guess the thing is, is like a lot of people can perceive settling in so many different ways, and I think that people can look down on others for. Um, thinking that they're settling and as well as that I feel like people can like fear what people think of them in Mm. the sense of like do people think that I'm settling and for me personally like settling is the idea of uh, you know compromising on too many things that you care about and value Mm. in order to be in a romantic relationship with someone or like make a relationship work with someone and we can often hear these terms like punching above their, their weight. weight or like um i mean people always say that like they're punching i wonder if that's like an that. australian term do you think i don't know it if it's if it is um i guess the idea of punching now we need like, to explain what punching above your weight means. <laughs> <laughs> like like blokes will often be like oh mate you're punching mm. and it's like the person that if the person that they're dating is like perceived as like 
more attractive, out more of your desirable, league. out of your league. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's. I, I was like. I was like. I know there's an American equivalent somewhere uh-huh. there, but I couldn't <laughs> quite get it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think when it comes to settling, it's hard to describe in the sense of like everyone perceives it differently, but mm-hmm. it is the idea that you are, I guess, dating down in a way. Yes. Yes, um. you did a much better job of explaining it than I did. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, like, for me as well, and, like, let me know if you relate to this, but I think it, yeah, it's it's often, I don't know if it's often something that you think about yourself, but it's, for me, it's more something that I think other people are aware of about other relationships, mm. if that makes sense, mm-hmm. which actually is a really not nice thing to think about, that people might be, like, looking at other people's relationships and being like, oh, they're settling. Mm. Or, like, they're just, like, accepting this because it's comfortable and it's easy. Yeah. Um, which, obviously, like, that's – if it's not your relationship, you don't know, mm. I guess. But it is very interesting because I think the older that we've gotten, the older that I've gotten, I've kind of realized that settling was once this idea that was, like – the most embarrassing, shameful thing you could do. When I was a kid and I was looking at older relationships, Mm. my idea was that settling was so embarrassing and so shameful and just, like, sad. Mm. And now that I'm older, I'm like, obviously I think that if your relationship isn't serving you and you're not happy, you should absolutely leave and stuff like that. But I also understand that there are a lot of different elements that go into romantic love and to romantic relationships. And it's not always about, oh, like, this happened and you didn't like it mm. or you don't like this thing that your partner does, you're settling if you stay with them. Like mm. it's not that black and white. And I think what, at one point I really thought it was. Mm. I think it's very interesting because from a young age, we're sort of taught this idea that we should like never settle. Mm. And, you know, I think that in general, uh, people tend to hype up the people that they love and stuff like that and really encourage the people that they love not to settle like mm-hmm. I know that I've done that with friends in the past and and things like that because you view them in such a, a high regard that you want them to be with someone uh-huh. who is incredible but it's very interesting because this idea that you should never settle <laughs> is like does that mean that we all really believe that there is someone perfect out there for everyone yeah. like I personally don't think that's the case. No, and we do have an unprofessional opinion question about this later on, so we'll probably get into it a bit more in depth. But, Mm. like, I completely agree. I think it's actually really unrealistic to think that there is a relationship out there for you where there will be no element of settling involved. Mm. Because whether it's your partner, like, (laughs) this is going to sound so trivial, and it kind of is, but this is what I mean. It's like Mm. this is kind of like the spectrum of what we consider settling or compromising and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like if you move into a house with your partner, mm-hmm. like there are most likely going to be some things that you like that they don't or mm-hmm. vice versa. Like, and that's a level of settling and compromise that you kind of have to expect in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there's like a wide spectrum of things that are like obviously deal breakers. And there's like really trivial things that aren't actually going to end your relationship. Yeah. But it's about like the individual person and where those these things fall on that spectrum for them. Because mm-hmm. what might be something like, for example, if I was the type of person to look at your relationship and think, oh, my God, you're settling because of X. Right. Mm. That, that is not to say that that is your idea of settling because mm-hmm. that might be a much smaller issue to you than it would be to me. Yeah. And that is what being human and being in different relationships is Mm. it's having a completely different idea of what you want your life and your love to look like 
It's interesting because I feel like a lot of the narrative around like never settling is something that I've seen a lot of on social media. Mm -hmm. And I do think this comes from a space of empowerment a lot of the time. You know, people really encourage others to live their best life, um, you know, not be around people who don't make them feel like the best version of themselves yeah. and all of that kind of stuff. And and I do think that is that is good in some regard, but I think with everything, you know, there are things that can be worked through yes. rather than feeling like anyone who comes into your life who doesn't fully agree with every part of mm. you um, means that they're not supposed to be there. Yeah, like I think that the – I completely agree, like, you know, on social media – and. I'm going to assume, like, as a woman, I think we see it a lot, and I'm going mm. to assume it is a lot about women empowerment, which is obviously great. We're mm-hmm. never going to say that's a bad thing. Mm. But I do think that was needed. That kind of narrative was needed at a time because mm. there was a time in history where women were, you know, we had a lot less opportunity to choose the partners that we want or, like, we really were limited. Like, if you know, if you couldn't work or if you had to have kids or if you mm. didn't have financial independence and stuff like that, whatever it was, like, there has been times in history where I feel like, women have been almost forced to settle in a way like societally. Mm. And maybe now that's why we push this idea of never settle, never, never settle at all to like the modern woman. So even though it means well, I do think that it can have this really like, I get like, again, like shameful effect. Like Mm -hmm. it can make women feel a bit ashamed if they're in a relationship where they think like, Oh, like, I don't know if this is me settling or like, is it just something that I'm, I'm going to compromise on? Yeah. And people, I think like, I mean, we could talk about social media for days yeah. because like social media really opens up this world of like other people being able to have opinions on your lives, whether they're people that you know or not. I think it's really important to keep in mind that perception is not reality and I mean we can say that for many things in life but especially when it comes to social media and the way we perceive things on social media like perception just is not reality and like not only do we you know not only should we not judge others based on what we see on their social media accounts we also should keep in mind the fact that like other people's opinions of us based on what they see on our social media accounts are not relevant because and like I mean that comment can go like far (laughs) and wide in the sense that like obviously we um we know a lot of people can use social media in a negative way to spread negative um media but when it comes to this like there is really no way for someone to truly know your relationship based on what you choose to share online I mean we can even look at my social media if you look at my social media um and you base my dating history off that it looks like I've been single since 2017 you know (laughs) what I mean like that is not reality in itself so I think that's something really important to keep in mind and then when it comes to the idea of settling remind yourself when you are thinking these things about other people because we're human and humans think these things about Mm. others when you think these things remind yourself that like you don't know this relationship you don't know the experiences they've shared all of that and don't uh you know be on social media in fear 
of what other people are going to think about your relationship. Yeah, and also, like, you know, we, I feel like on, like, TikTok and Instagram now, it's, like, a big thing to have, like, you know, to follow couples and, like, we really get mm. invested in certain people who are dating. Mm. And that goes for, like, influencers and also just obviously, like, celebrities and stuff like that. But I would think particularly in, like, the influencer space, like, following, like, a couple's TikTok or a couple's Instagram and stuff like that, like, you need to remember that, like, what you see mm. on online about a couple especially if like to an extent their job or their visibility is like the fact that they are a couple Mm. like ducky just said like is not reality Mm. i really think like i was sitting here before thinking about this and i was like i've never considered the fact that like it could be really damaging if you were in a relationship and you were like you know following these couple tiktoks because like you know you think that this couple is really nice and they're perfect and they're funny Mm. and they're loving and like their partner's like this, whereas your partner's like this. Like, it could be a huge element of comparison. Oh, absolutely. And I've never really fathomed that because, like you said before, like, you know, we talk so much about how we compare inst- like social media and Instagram mm. and stuff to our lives in a lot of other ways. Mm-hmm. But there is – you just never, ever, ever – you can never assume that no. you know what someone's relationship is because mm-hmm. there is no relationship on this planet where someone doesn't disagree from time to time, mm. where they don't even worse, like have literal huge issues. Mm. I mean, this is why when people randomly break up that we've like are in the public eye in some capacity, some people are like, what? Mm. And they're so shocked and upset, but things have obviously been going on behind the scenes, yeah. but we perceive what we see as the full picture mm. when it just isn't the case. Yeah, for sure. I think something that I really want to touch on, which I feel is super important to talk about when we talk about settling, is what is settling in comparison to what compromise is? Mm. And is there a difference? Because in my opinion, like, there is a difference. Yes. And I think that is what draws... The difference between this is what draws the line between it being okay and not okay, in a way. Because I think... The idea that we have of settling is this really negative thing that people do where they are dating someone who is not right for them or not in alignment with their values and what they want from their life, like their core beliefs, things that they are unwilling to compromise on. Yeah. Then you have compromise, which is things that, you know, you are willing to compromise or maybe you weren't willing to compromise on, but now you are because Mm. you've met this person who is wonderful in so many other ways yeah exactly i think that compromise really like compromise is a part of life and a part of any relationship to a Mm. degree like and i do think that it's yeah it's those things that maybe aren't as like pivotal or aren't as central to your being and what you believe in and who you are and stuff like that whereas settling i think in a lot of ways and this is why it is so personal i think it really like you said like has this like negative connotation because it does mean you know, sacrificing those core parts of yourself mm. that you know you need in order to be fulfilled and happy and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's going to vary so much from person to person. And I think in a lot of ways it can be really hard to even figure out what those parts are because mm. we need to sit with ourselves and know ourselves sometimes. Mm. And also beyond that, we need to work through whatever shit we've gone through in terms of like past relationships and stuff like that mm. because a lot of the time those can get really muddled in like obviously like if you go from one relationship to another like it can be easy to compromise on things just because it's a pattern at that point or something Mm. like that 
settling is not you compromising on anything. It's not no. it's not compromising on like anything that you want because your partner mustn't be right for you or mm. you must be settling if you have to say, well, I want that, but I'm just not going to get it in this relationship. So I guess I'll like leave it at that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There are there are differences for every single person in what actually would be a deal breaker and what would be settling and what wouldn't be. Yeah. And I think the thing is, is like, for example, when we were going to uh, make this episode, I put a poll on Instagram of like, is settling necessarily mm. a bad thing? And about six eighths of people said it can be yeah but and then we had like one eighth saying yes it's definitely a bad thing and one eighth saying no it's not at all a bad thing very intrigued that you decided to do that in eighths well that's the way that it worked how else would i do it i'm just like i'm not a math girl you know like i don't know i don't understand eighths. that's just what i went for but (laughs) basically like I think that kind of says it all in the sense that majority of people saying settling can be a bad thing, but it doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. No. And I think that a lot of the time, you know, we can, other people can perceive something that we are choosing to settle on and we are choosing to compromise on as a bad thing. Whereas for us, it's genuinely okay. And, and it brings us back to this thing of like, okay, well, like, you know, if this person, this partner that I have shows up for me in every single other way other than this one way, is this the one thing that I am unwilling to settle on Mm -hmm. or am I willing to settle for it? And other people might be like, absolutely not. I would never settle for Mm -hmm. that. But you might be like, you know what? I genuinely feel so great about all the other qualities that this person has and all the other great things this person brings to my life. So why would I allow this one thing that maybe at one point in my life, I thought I wouldn't settle on? Why would I allow this to be the one thing that, you know, stops me from having this loving, beautiful relationship? Yeah. And I also think that there's something to be said for the fact that it can go the other way as well. If you do decide that you're in a great, great, great relationship, but there's one thing that isn't there or can't be there or mm. won't, you can't really see like actually happening because of that, because of who they are or whatever. Mm. And you were, and you think this would be me settling. Like I can't compromise on this. Mm. That's also okay too. You're allowed to say this is a non-negotiable for me. This is a deal breaker. Like I can't be in a relationship without X. Mm. And I do think that, this is a whole other episode, but you know, there are people out there who are like, well, no one's perfect. And like, that's true. No one's perfect. Mm. But I think once you realize like what your, yeah, like what your non-negotiables are and what the things you really want to look for in a relationship are. And then also if you're checking in with yourself in your relationship, mm. whatever side they fall on, whether they're in the side of I'm okay with this person without that thing now, or actually I still want that. I need mm. to find someone with that who can provide me that. Whichever way you fall, you're you're allowed to you're allowed to live by that, and you're allowed to seek that out. Yeah, it just takes I think knowing yourself and knowing what you want mm. in order to really grasp how important it is. Yeah, yeah. So I guess when it comes to compromising um, and things that people are willing to compromise on or have compromised in the past, like for me, like things that come to mind that I feel like people wouldn't compromise on are things like you know I have some friends who really 100% want to have children Mm. and they would never date someone who doesn't who doesn't want to have children for example or they really want to live in a specific place or they have certain core values and they don't want to date someone who doesn't have Mm -hmm. those core values but we thought we would throw it over um, to you in the sense of 
asking you what are some things that you have compromised on in a relationship and this is very interesting because obviously some things that people have compromised in 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 relationships they may um, regret having compromised Mm. on them whereas other things they may be totally fine compromising on and and I know I have a few friends who um, have compromised on things and are in very loving happy relationships which I think is really great anyway that was a, a, a ramble but we're going to talk about things that um, the audience have compromised on in a relationship yeah and i think a lot of these um it's, it's interesting because i do think this is a question where like it brings up the i think hindsight's always twenty twenty, right like mm. if you are compromising on something in your relationship a lot of the time maybe you won't realize just how much of a compromise or a sacrifice it was mm. until you're out of the relationship or maybe until you're out of like the honeymoon period or even until someone like kind of calls you out and says, hey, like, is that kind of fair on you? Like, are you enjoying that part of your relationship? Mm. I think a lot of the responses we got were kind of like from that perspective of like in my past relationship, I did this because it was a, as a lot of like, you know, it kind of it was giving like person who maybe sacrifices a bit too much and then right. doesn't realize until they're until they're out of it kind of thing. Yeah. So someone said they compromised on taking their antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't know like the details of like these kinds of things, but um, I kind of take from that that maybe like for whatever reason they decided they weren't going to take their mental health medication. Mm while they were with that person, which is very interesting. Mm. We had a few people say that they compromised on their country of residence. So like obviously, or potentially in the situation, like their partner like lived or worked somewhere else or like they were from different countries and they just kind of like went where their partner went Mm. and they lived away from like where they were either originally from or ideally wanted to live. Yeah. Which that would be such a difficult, difficult like thing to have to navigate yeah so we also had someone say that they were doing more than half of the housework (laughs) which is interesting i can see how that can kind of fall on both sides of the like thing like maybe like in some for some people doing more than half is like why the fuck am i doing that like Mm. we are each an individual person you should be doing half but i can also see how in some scenarios some people might be like oh you know like i can just do more than half and that's fine Mm. so i'm not too sure which camp that lands in yeah um, this person, this was, this was giving like huge tales with vibes, mm. wearing heels because it made me taller than him. <laughs> That's so interesting. I love a short king. All I, well, I think the idea was that he didn't like her wearing heels cause it made him taller. Yeah, I know. But it's just like so interesting that that's like, a, I don't know. I guess I, I think for- men are very insecure about their height. Sometimes I forget <laughs> that. Cause like, I would never want to make like a man feel insecure like I literally would be like that's hot if I was dating a guy that was shorter than me but anyway not seeing my family was another one we had a few people say that where Mm. they spent more time with their partner's family um, and never really I guess like saw their family as much we also heard someone say that they would always go with their partner to see their partner's family but they would also be going they would always be going to see their own family alone like their partner Mm. would never come Mm -hmm. which is very interesting yeah we had a lot of people just say that they compromised on their opinions. Like, like there was no room for their opinions in, like, uh-huh. in a relationship, which, uh-huh. I mean, for me, that feels pretty pivotal. Like, I feel like that's, mm. like, kind of, like, if there's, if there's a compromise on your opinions, it's quite intense. Yeah. This was really interesting. Someone said that they had to compromise when they were doing long distance, a long-distance relationship. They had to compromise on monogamy. Mm. 
which they actually did put a little unhappy face afterwards, which mm. made me a bit sad because yeah. obviously the vibes were not great with mm. that little submission. Um, again, a very interesting and difficult scenario. Like yeah. I can't, I can't imagine like being in a long, this was like an inter international long distance relationship. So like mm. I'm especially like maybe like during COVID, like imagine how hard that would be. Yeah, for sure. And then we also had a couple of people say that they were always putting their goals on hold to fit their partner's timeline. Mm. Um, so yeah, compromising on their successes and everything, which again is tough Yeah, because look, it, it just doesn't feel great, does no, it? No, <laughs> and I think this is a thing like in compromise and, and the idea of settling, like when you're in a healthy and happy relationship, it doesn't feel like as much. And then in hindsight, it can feel like a lot. Mm. Um, so you have compromised on things like that. But I feel like, you know, hindsight is a great thing to have and it makes you learn and grow and figure out things that you know that you would be unwilling to compromise on moving forward yeah exactly yeah. And i mean this is why like you know each relationship you're in like kind of teaches you something i guess like yeah. even if you're not in an actual relationship with someone i think one thing that we can kind of take from um these submissions is that there is a lot of compromising that can be done in relationships that can really affect your sense of like self-worth or your health mm. or like who you are kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. I think if you're putting your goals on hold and you're not succeeding and you're not celebrating your success, for example, because someone else, their timeline doesn't align with that. Like mm. I feel like that's where you kind of cross over into the territory of, you know, is it a healthy relationship? Is it a relationship that's actually going to be fulfilling you? Mm. Because there are two people in any relationship. That's actually not true. There could be more than two people, but there Mm. are two people in a monogamous relationship who, you know, need to be equally as, I guess like the thing, it's like, if you're not, you don't feel like you're an equal, if your Mm. wants and your needs are not equally important in your relationship, it's kind of like what's going on. Okay. So let's get into unprofessional opinions. Unprofessional opinions is a segment that we have in our episodes where we turn it over to you and see if you have any questions in regards to the topic we are talking about. And we also do individual unprofessional opinions episodes where you can send any questions in and we may or may not answer them. You can submit them to us on Instagram at tbh.pod in future. So definitely um, chuck us a follow over there to keep up to date on what episodes we are doing. Okay, Kara, can you kick us off with the first question that we have today? Okay, so the first question is, why do I feel repulsed, very strong word, repulsed by the idea of settling in my 20s? Is it always necessarily bad? This one's very interesting because I feel like this person was more referring to settling down mm. in her 20s, but I actually think in a in an interesting way, it still kind of fits with the theme of settling, if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that it's bad, no. No, it's not bad. It's absolutely not bad. If it is, if you're feeling repulsed by it so much that it's something that you do not want to do, mm. good for you. It's not good or bad to settle down slash, you know, be in a long-term relationship or have kids or get married, whatever the fuck you want to do. Mm. There's never any, like, good or bad time to do that mm. unless you're, like, underage and it's illegal mm. or something like that. Like, yeah. you, yeah, but there's no negative time to do that i guess 
The thing that's interesting to me is like maybe the reason you're feeling repulsed by it is because you don't know what you want. Mm. Maybe it's because you feel like you have a lot more growing to do and exploring and you want to have different experiences and you want to figure out the type of person you want to be with. Like, where do you want to live? What do you want to do? Like, or maybe you're just like simply not ready. Maybe it's just Mm. that you just don't want to put all your energy into that kind of thing right now. And that's totally fine as well. I think that if you're kind of in that mindset of like you're you're repulsed by it, which obviously, like we said, that's a very strong word. Mm. It kind of makes sense that like the idea is like a bit scary because if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want, the chances of you like, quote unquote, like settling in a negative way, if we're going to use it in a negative way, Mm. the chances of you settling into a relationship that isn't fulfilling and isn't good for you and isn't right for you is probably more likely Mm. if you don't know who you are and you don't know what you want so yeah like if you're repulsed by it and you're in your 20s you don't have to do it no one's forcing you no you don't have to do it at any point (laughs) no I think that it's really important to try and uh, you know tap into like what you actually want and start there um yes because you know you might keep feeling repulsed by it forever and maybe that's because it's just not for you. Maybe it's just repulsive. Yeah. And that's fine. <laughs> okay, so our next question is, how do you tell the difference between a compromise and a sacrifice? Mm. Love this question because I feel like it's a great way for us to sort of like sum up um, mm-hmm. things we've discussed in the episode. So when it comes to a compromise and a sacrifice, like... I I can think of like quite a lot of examples. Like for me personally, a sacrifice would be like if someone um, was a huge avid meat eater and wanted to eat a steak every day, mm-hmm. that would be a sacrifice mm-hmm. for me personally. Like that would be something that would feel like I'm sacrificing my morals and my beliefs and things that really are important to me and things that... I, you know, that's something I feel like I could not live with someone long term and be in a relationship with someone long term who had the view that that was like an okay thing to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, then if you think about the idea of having children, for example, like, Mm. right, then I look at something like a compromise, like for me, and this is obviously differs from like person to person, but for me, like a compromise of like where to live Mm isn't a huge deal to me mm-hmm. like in terms of I feel open-minded to that right yeah. so like that's for some people that would be reversed right mm-hmm. like a sacrifice for them would be having to perhaps move somewhere new one day or like something like that whereas a compromise would be like I'm vegan but like I'm happy to compromise and have a partner that eats a lot of red meat like mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me so mm-hmm. I think you really need to sit with yourself and be like what are things that are in absolute fuck no like genuinely like what are you like I would not be able to get over this and this would impact my relationship in a negative way well yeah it's like think about like you know what are your sacrifices like in terms of if you were if if x were to happen how would it make you feel Mm. whether it be in the moment like when it's happening or whether it be like you know long term like you just said like you know would you hold resentment over it Mm. would you hate it every time it comes up or would you maybe sometimes get would you eventually get used to it and not really mind as much Mm. is it something that 
you feel like would directly impact like your happiness and your fulfillment? Does it go against your values? Does it make you feel, you know, does it make you feel negatively in yourself to mm. have that happen in your relationship mm. or negatively about anything? Like, you know, if it's a belief that you have, like, I guess, similar to like the red meat scenario you just did, mm. like that could make you feel like if your beliefs aren't going to change, like, which obviously like that's kind of a belief is a belief for a reason. Mm. You can kind of assume that you're going to continue to have like, you know, you're going to be against it, I guess, in a way. Mm. Um, whereas a compromise, yeah, it's a bit more of like a, it's not my ideal, but it's not going to be the end of the world. It's not going to have a lasting impact on myself or my relationship. It's not going to make me unhappy or make mm. me unfulfilled in the long run. Um, yeah, it's interesting that you use the the, the um, example of like living in a different – it makes sense for you because mm. I feel like you have don't have an attachment to like any place. Yeah. But like I think a lot of people would be like, oh, like that's a deal breaker. Like that's a yeah. sacrifice. And if that's kind of why I use that example because I feel like it shows how like every person is entirely different. So like no one can say like, for example, Cara and I would have completely different things that we would be willing to compromise on a, on in a relationship. And so would all of our friends. Like, and that's what's so important to know when it comes to the space of like not judging others and reminding mm. yourself that like, your friends might not agree with you. Your friends might be like, you're settling, you're sacrificing this. But to you, you genuinely might be like, that is that is something I'm willing to compromise on. And like, it feels genuinely fine for me. And so yeah. I think when it comes down to identifying the difference between a compromise and a sacrifice, it's like, what genuinely at your core is something that you are not willing to change, where you mm. feel like it would impact your life negatively to have this type of person in your life you know or to have someone with this belief system or with this habit or anything like that like that is the important thing to identify looking at things that are compromises is like things that really long term are not going to affect you that much whether that person does yeah. that thing or has that opinion or not yeah exactly yeah okay so the next question is interesting do you think there is someone perfect for you out there or is that a flawed concept it's a flawed concept <laughs> never heard you speak so fast on a, on a question well you would agree with me on that wouldn't you no i think i think i think soulmates and everything <laughs> no i obviously agree that it's a flawed concept i think that it's really lovely and it's really romantic and it's a great idea mm. that there is someone out there who is perfect for you but i don't think it's realistic and I actually think I'm going to go as far as to say that if you <laughs> do you want to offend someone today <laughs> maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't but like basically what I was going to say was that like you know I think that it's if you think that someone's perfect for you you might not be being honest with yourself mm. and that's not a judgment but I just don't think that it is realistic or literally possible to have someone who where there isn't some sort of clashing in a relationship i guess it's your depend like it depends on what your idea of perfect is mm. but if we're talking i'm talking about perfect from a space of like no disagreements there's no things to disagree no on there's conflicts. no there's no conflicts there's no issues like mm. things are just like nice and smooth sailing all the time like mm -hmm. i don't think that's realistic right. if your definition of perfect is someone who sees you hears you treats you wonderfully listens to you when you do have issues like when conflicts come up you work through them really well because you're just really compatible 
I don't disagree with that. Mm. I think that's fine. But if we're talking about perfect in the sense of like no issues whatsoever, I don't think it's realistic really. Mm. Did you ever think that this was something that was like, did you, do you remember like growing up thinking this was something that was true? Like there's someone out there who's perfect for you. Um, I don't think so. Did you ever believe in like soulmates or anything like that? I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. Cause I also don't believe in soulmates and I never have really. I think that like you can have deep, beautiful connections with people and like that's one of the most beautiful things in life. Mm. Um, yeah. But I don't think that like me and, and some other person on this planet are like <laughs> the only two people meant for each other. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a, it's an interesting idea, isn't it? Yeah. I'd actually be really keen to hear from people who think there is like one soulmate out there for everyone. Mm. Maybe we should try and get someone like that on the show. Love to hear from them. I would just love to hear from someone who genuinely believes that. Because like that must feel relatively, this is like obviously a bit of a tangent because they're not even talking about soulmates in this question. Yeah. But like that must be relatively scary. Like I was going to say billions. it might, might be like beautiful. I mean, no, it, I will, it would be beautiful. Like in, if you truly believed you were going to find them and then you believe that you did find them, that would be. It would be like a payoff. Right? Like mm. The gamble would be like it'd be an incredible payoff. Mm. But imagine the process of finding someone who, like, if you think there's one person out there, terrifying. Yeah. There's 8 billion people in the world. Like, how do you begin to feel like this is going to happen anytime, yeah. ever? Anyway, that's just how I, <laughs> I just love to talk to someone who, who believes in that. Okay, so I'm scared of settling in a relationship after being single for five years. Do you have any advice? Hmm. I guess I'm like, are you coming from the space of like, you are so keen to have a relationship that you think that you're going to settle? Because in that sense, like, I understand because I think it can be like, if you haven't connected with someone romantically in quite a while and then you meet someone and you connect with them and, you know, maybe there's things that are flaws in them or things that you don't necessarily or maybe didn't necessarily want in a relationship but because you feel so excited by the idea of meeting someone that, like, perhaps that's a way that you feel like you Mm. are settling. But I think it really comes down to in any relationship after any amount of time being single of, like, When you meet someone, how do they genuinely make you feel? Can you genuinely see them fitting into your life? Are there things that they do or beliefs that they have that just simply are a fuck no? Mm, Yeah, I can definitely relate to the idea of being scared of all those kinds of things Mm. after being five years single, because when you're single, you, you know, provided you don't have any kids and like, you know, depending on like, what situation you are in your life, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like Mm. everything is up to you. Like if you don't have to compromise on anything, if you don't want to, like you can just be and do whatever you want. Mm. Whereas I understand like maybe going into a relationship. Yeah. Maybe like you said, they're looking at it from the idea of like, you're worried about settling Mm. too much, or maybe you're worried about, not being able to settle. Mm. Like maybe you're worried about compromising and not doing anything you want at any time Mm. and not having maybe like that, that independence that you're used to in a way, like, because obviously you can be independent in a relationship, but Mm -hmm. I do think it is, it's different like from single to being in a relationship. 
So yeah, it's very interesting. Mm. I think like exactly what you said, like, you know, you just need to be like kind of conscious of like the people you're going after when you're dating and like conscious of who, who you're with and who you are and what you want. Mm. And maybe even like spend some time. This is probably good for anyone regardless of whether you're scared or not, but like, Spend some time writing down like what you want, like, your, like what we talking about before, like your beliefs, like what you think mm. your sacrifices, like what you're not willing to sacrifice versus what maybe isn't so much of like a of a big deal to you. What would just be mm. like a small compromise and getting to know yourself in that way. Yeah. That could be a really good idea and maybe it might make you feel a little bit less scared. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that is a beautiful way to end today's episode. It was... A really fun one. It was fun. I really enjoyed talking about this. If you have any thoughts on it, feel free to slide into the DMs. We'd love <laughs> to hear um, if you have any thoughts on this topic. But as always, we just want to say thank you for being here and for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. We're uploading weekly bonus episodes over on Patreon. So be sure to check us out there if you want um, to hear more of what we have to say. You can find my beautiful co-host Kara on Instagram at Kara R. Reedy, and you can find me at Amanda Ducks and you can find us at <laughs> tbh.pod. I think that's everything. Yeah. I think you've covered it all, hon. Good Great. job. Thank you so much. <laughs> Have a beautiful week. Um, we look forward to being in your ears next Friday morning. Bye. Bye. Bye.